Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. Hi, I'm Linnea, and you are listening to the All-American Spook Show. It is so scary. You might not be able to sleep all night long. It's a scream. Attention all campers. The All-American Spook Show welcomes you to enroll in Camp Spook Show this summer. We have activities for all ages, including archery, canoeing, swimming, and running for your lives. Welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show Podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm joined here with Donnie hey. and the Professor Smoke. Uh, once again, Will's on a, a five-month-long sabbatical, so <laughs> he's on assignment. He's not with us, um, but we, we, you know, we'll move on, and hopefully we'll get his thoughts on the last couple of movies, because he wasn't here for Hot Chili, uh, and he wasn't here last week when we did Madman. So, and he obviously he's not here this week, and we'll talk about what we're going to do next week at the end of the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's comical. We'll say that. <laughs> it's not meant to be a com- comedy, right? This is. Even this, I, that's debatable whether this is a comedy or not. But, um, yeah, I think the situation is comical. So we'll go we'll go over that. But, uh, yeah, so he's he's, he's missed uh, three in a row now. So he, he's going for some kind of record or something of uh, ducking us as much as he humanly possibly can. But, but anyways, we're here to talk about Summer Camp from 1979. So this is our latest uh, in the Cult Corner series. So obviously the the only criteria in our cult corner is well I guess there's two criteria number one kind of a cult classic kind of thing right which but this one's skirting the line I'll admit <laughs> this one's skirting the line yeah um, definitely, not, well, definitely not classic I guess yeah it's it's cult, it's cult yeah if if it's gonna be anything at this point it's a cult movie for sure if if you're like us and you have to track this thing down um, but also the main criteria is it can't be a horror movie so. That's kind of the, you know, what we lay out for the Colt Corner series. And it gives us an excuse to do movies like that we really love, like The Warriors and uh, Big Lebowski. And then all of a sudden, this one landed in our lap. So here we we go. Now, I guess I'll take the lion's share of the blame here if I have to. Uh, We we spun the wheel over on Deadline Horror News a few weeks back. And... This is the one that I nominated, and of course, I'm on a little bit of a hot streak with the wheel spins. This is the one that won. So we did spin the wheel again, although not on the air, for what we're going to watch next week. So all I'll say is that I won again. So <laughs> I think I'm like 3-0 and on wheel spins here lately. So <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm, I'm trying to match Donnie's uh, Crapsterpiece Theater streak. Yeah, brutal. Smoke broke that. This month, mm-hmm. when uh, or I guess you could say last month, when Camp Blood won the poll, so that that busted up Donnie's streak on on Crapster piece. But uh, speaking of that, but that I'm I think sorry, it's four what? right? Or is it five? Yep. 
Yeah, this is five coming up. Yeah, this will be five. Yeah, this yeah. will be the fifth Crapster piece. And Smoke chose Camp Blood, and that's what won the poll. And speaking of that, that comes out this Friday, July 29th, over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Show. Uh, that's the Patreon exclusive. The only way you'll hear us talk about Camp Blood and all the episodes of Crapster Peace Theater from the past is over on patreon.com slash Show. Um, but before we get uh, any further into this one, I'll go ahead and toss out some of the usual information. You can contact us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. Uh, we've got all the social networks. There's a link tree link down in the show notes. You click there. It should take you where you want to go, including our YouTube page, where we do Deadline Horror News live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. East. So you don't want to miss that, where we go over the latest horror headlines and other cool stuff going on. And then we have a Public page where you can go get you know our logo on the shirt, on masks, mugs. All types of merchandise options there and, and other cool designs that we have. That's on our Public. Once again, down in the links. Of course, like I just mentioned, patreon.com slash Show, where you get uh, every month you'll get a, a bonus bonus podcast, such as like uh, Crafter Peace Theaters, of course, like we just mentioned. Um, we do our uh, retro rewinds. Or what's it called? No, Spook Show no, Rewinds. Spook Show Rewinds. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting them all confused because it's Professor's Retro Review Articles and yep. then the Spook Show Rewinds. But all this and tons more, early access to podcasts, polls, everything, all, all kinds of cool stuff going on over there. So we encourage you to become a patron at patreon.com slash Show. So without any further ado, I'll go ahead and toss to the trailer for Summer Camp. Welcome to the wildest, hottest vacation ever. Summer Camp. These are not just campers, they're animals. And this is not just a camp, it's a zoo. Because whatever turns you on turns into a party. Come on, join the action and enjoy the laughs. Send yourself to Summer Camp. It'll flip your toga. Rated R. All right, so there you go. That's the trailer for Summer Camp. And and, and uh, as we've said before, I think we just said this when we watched Hot Chili. Like, you just heard the best parts, probably, of, of, <laughs> yep. <laughs> of Summer yep. Camp. So, uh, good Lord. Where to begin with this? I guess we'll just go ahead and get into the background. What little bit, like, there's really not a lot here that I could find, to be honest with you. But yeah. it, th- this is the type of movie that would be referred to as a teen exploitation, Because it's really like an exploitation movie. And there's a lot, a lot of subgenres and exploitation and this is a teen exploitation even though even that's loose because it's it's basically full-grown adults acting like teenagers in this movie right like that's the whole premise yeah i know in a lot of movies it's like okay they're supposed to be teenagers but they look like adults no this one's like it throws all that shit out the window and says no we're just getting grown-ass people to come to summer camp one more time and act like assholes (laughs) that's (laughs) <laughs> that should be the plot summary right there. Come back to camp and act like an asshole. Summer camp. Yeah. But it was released June 1st, 1979. So we just got past the uh, one of the anniversaries of it uh, last month by Borson Productions. And it was distributed by Seymour Board and Associates. That's some generic <laughs> ass stuff, you know, if I've never heard yeah. it right. Um, so um, I, one thing I did kind of want to point out here, you mentioned it was uh, it was actually released four weeks before um meatballs which we covered in uh episode 112 in our uh, cult corner yeah uh, so that was the previous cult corner uh episode and this is you know the i guess the uh the newest cult corner this is the so anti this is the antichrist to uh meatballs <laughs> you know basically um, yeah, and, and you think like and if you and if you think by premise of the movie 
and you look at that poster, it's, yeah. to me, it sold a bill of goods. I'd never seen this movie, and I didn't bother. That's my bad. I should have. I didn't bother to even look at the trailer. I'm just like, yeah, th- this 1979, it's a summer camp movie. The poster looks fun, you know, around the same time as Meatballs. Let's do it. And then I nominate it, and of course it fucking wins, and here we are. But but you point that out, but that's a good point, because you would think like, well, they made this because of Meatballs. No. <laughs> no, no, this you know this came before, right? Isn't that what you just yeah. said? A month before, yeah, released and, about a month before. Me yeah, was. and I'm sure the filming of and everything was you know yeah. slightly before or around the same time period. So yeah, it was not influenced by Meatballs at all. It just so happens to be something of a similar plot that came out at the same time, kind of thing, or at least similar what in the was, premise uh, of a summer camp. What year was Animal House? Seventy eight. I'm nine? yeah, I'm pretty sure that was before this, but like just before it. Animal House really is what's to blame for this shit. Yeah, that was 1978. Yeah, I mean, the summer camp thing is, you know, yeah, that's different or whatever. And yeah. that's, that's kind of a weird correlation with Meatballs, even though it came out before Meatballs. But, but yeah, the, the whole poster art and that teen comedy yeah. type thing. And there's even a character here, and I can't think of his name right now. But Arnie. That reminds me of the Belushi character. Yeah. That's Arnie, right? The, 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 the chunky dude. Arnie, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he no. he's not like a hair on Belushi. No, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm completely wrong. I don't even know who the fuck Arnie is. I think that was from another... No, that was Hot Chili. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm getting all my shit mixed I was up. Like, I don't remember no. Arnie. <laughs> Who's, who the fuck is Arnie? No, it's Hot Chili. No, you're talking about Horse. His name was Horace, Horace? and they called him Horace, right? Oh, that's right, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of reminded me of the Belushi. He's like the Belushi-type character in this movie as far as his look. Or his, you know... The way he was kind of acting somewhat. Yeah, and, and, we'll, and we'll get into it here shortly when we start talking about the movie itself more. Um, I don't think he did a horrible job as far as that's concerned. Like, he was the uh, least of the, mo- you know, of the egregious errors of this movie, in my opinion. But yeah, it, it was a blushy rip. <laughs> so yeah, like really, you know, if it's fair to compare to Meatballs, but it's really it's more fair to compare it to Animal House because you really have Animal House to blame for both movies. And although it's yeah. not, a, like you said, it's not a summer camp, but it's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you if you do look at the the movie poster, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, this looks. Uh, yeah, it looks it know. looks fun. It looks like Animal House. It looks like yeah. meatballs. You know, the same kind of shit. You know, here, let's have a good time. Summer camp, teen comedy. Mm mm. <laughs> this ain't it, Billy Goods, like you said. <laughs> oh man, that's yep. funny. I got sold. <laughs> I got sold a bill of goods here. We all did. It's rated R, of course. Total runtime of one hour and 25 minutes. It was directed by Chuck Vincent, who's really known for, uh, let's see, Roommates, uh, Puss in Boots, not not the Shrek sequel Puss in Boots, <laughs> but the one from 1982, uh, In Love, Jack and Jill. I didn't really uh, read, you know, deep into his uh, filmography and his repertoire, but it, it sounds like, th- it almost seems to me like there might be some porn in this guy's past. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm looking at this, uh, uh, his... Uh, directorial film, filmography. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, without uh, without uh, knowing what these movies are about, I'm just going to read a few. While the Cats Away, <laughs> Blue Summer, Heavy Load, <laughs> bang, bang Bang, you, you got, got it. <laughs> Dirty Lily, Bad Penny, Misbehaving, and so on. And then we get up to summer camp. But yeah, I don't know. But it seems like. Some uh, some fucking you know porn here. <laughs> Hollywood hot tubs. Uh, by the way, a year later, hot t-shirts. That movie sucks ass too, and it's a canon movie. <laughs> so that one is probably coming oh, to our shit. future over on Cannon Fodder. I know that movie all too fucking well. I can tell you that right now, and it ain't gonna be me nominating it this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Yeah. So yeah, it's Ch- Chuck Vincent. That's who we. Uh, that's who we have to blame for this one. Unfortunately, he passed in September of 1991 at the age of 51. Yeah. So re- relatively young. He's only 51 uh, at the time of his passing. I, once again, I don't know his story, but yeah, that's unfortunate. It was written by Mark Board or Bordy, however you say his last name, B-O-R-D-E, and uh, Avrumi Schnitzer. <laughs> don't really know much about either one of them. Although, remember the uh, when I was reading the uh, uh, distribu- distribution, it was distributed by Seymour Board. It's spelled the same way, B-O-R-D-E. So that leads me to believe that this guy might have had something to do with the distribution. Because what are the odds of that, right? One of the guys that wrote the movie, the same name as in the distribution. Who knows? But uh, he's best known for being a producer, really, like later in life, especially. Um, He he produced 47 Meters Down, Replicas, uh, Friend Request, Hostels. These are all like movies, you know, of the last, since like 2016. Yeah. The dude's really gotten like busy as far as producing shit just in the last, uh, you know, five or six years because, you know, really there he started with summer camp and did a handful of things, but nothing crazy up until 2016. And all of a sudden, like his name is attached to some, you know, pretty yeah. well reviewed and, you know, halfway decent stuff. So go figure. And then, like I said, Avrumi Schnitzer, the story and the screenplay, he's known for this, of course. And then he, he was a producer on murder by numbers, howling Two. One of uh, Smoke's favorite, Your Sister is a Werewolf. She's a Werewolf, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Candyland. Not quite, quite as good as the Marsupials, Halloween 3. Of course, of course. But he also was uh, on the crew of Candyland, with a K, Candyland, <laughs> from 1988. Uh, that I pretty much just ran through that dude's entire filmography right there. It looks like he's still alive, but just hasn't done anything since that time period. And uh, let's see the cast. We've got uh, Michael Abrams as Dr. Fox, John F. Goff as Herman, but in this movie is, is listed as Jake Barnes. Uh, there's a few people in this cast that have different names. So it leads me to believe it may have been a case, possibly like when we were talking about Madman last mm-hmm. week, where yeah. maybe it was non-union or something, or maybe these people just don't want to be associated with it. So they changed their name uh, because you've also got horror icon, horror scream queen, Linnea Quigley in this movie as Pam, but in this movie, she is credited as Barbara gold. So yeah, unless you knew it, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> Walter Olquit Olquitz. Yeah. We'll go with that. Walter Olquitz yep. as horse. Uh, but in this movie is built as Ray Holland. Uh, you know, he's another familiar face from a lot of movies. You know, you, you would certainly recognize him. He stands out. Uh, he was also in, uh, that Twin Peaks movie, Fire Walk With Me, ironically, the same year, he was in 1941 with uh, Belushi and Aykroyd. The Client, you know, that uh, uh, Susan Sarandon, Tommy Lee Jones flick. And he was also in the other, uh, I guess, the newer Twin Peaks stuff, The the Missing Pieces. I, I, I guess that's the new, was that the newer series that just came out a few years ago when they brought that back? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty sure that was the subtitle of it, Missing Pieces. Yeah, yeah, and and he was in a few episodes of the original Twin Peaks series, too, so there's the connection mm-hmm. there. A lot of TV shows, a lot of TV movies, stuff like that, a lot of, you know, a known character actor, and he's still, he's still uh, active up until, well, he just passed away. Well, his last thing was uh, that, that Twin Peaks series. From series, 2017, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away in April of 2021, so just a little over a year ago at the age of 72. <clears> so, <throat> unfortunately, horse is no longer with us. But <laughs> laughing at the man's death. Damn, <laughs> I'm not. Gosh. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he was a good. He was a good man, old Walt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was yeah. was there anyone else you guys? Anything else or anyone else you guys wanted to point out before we uh, move into the heart of the matter here? I mean, aside from uh, was it John Laughlin? 
Yeah. He's been in, uh, you know, several things. Yeah, I forgot um, about him. Yeah, he played the role of Matt, but in this movie he was credited as John C. McLaughlin. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he really went out on a limb there with the old fake name. <laughs> yeah, this was his third movie. Wow. Um, but the one that he did previous to that, he um, he, he was a stormtrooper on uh, the Star Wars ho- Holiday Special. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and then he followed it up but with this. Yeah, this and movie. then... And then a couple little small indie movies like Footloose, The Lawnmower Man, <laughs> The right. Rock, a few things a little bit later on, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, that's that's about all I got, though, to be honest with you, as far as background yeah, shit, because, like, same. there wasn't a lot to, to dig up here. Like, really small amount of information from what we usually have, even on a, a, yeah. a lesser movie, you know? Like, there's just not a lot out there. And, and uh, you know what? Some things are better left buried. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was a, as of the recording of this, it's available to watch on Tubi and Hoopla. I started watching it on Tubi, and the the copy was shit. Like, you know, it looks like... Oh, no doubt. It's yes. a movie, you know, like we said, it came out in 1979. It looks like it came out in 1969. I mean, it looks like an old 60s <laughs> indie film or something, like the quality yeah. of it. Uh, so I'm like, well, maybe maybe this is... Tubi's got a bad copy. Let me look at Hoopla. I went over there, and it's the same, same copy, oh. so... Apparently, that's the only copy that's floating around these days. Is this shit film transfer that nobody <laughs> bothered to, you know, do anything to? Smoke, you got any history with this movie? As far as like, uh, had you seen it in the past, or, or do you have it on VHS or anything like that? No, no. This is the first time. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've heard the title "Summer Camp." It's a very generic title. I'm yeah. sure I've heard it, but whether I could have put it with this movie or not, no. I'm, I definitely haven't ever seen it. Although I do remember some of uh, Linnea Quigley's filmography mentioned in some of this like this is one of her early films i'm sure yeah there's probably not too much before this one that she was in and like well because of whatever reason the union thing or whatever you know where she was credited as what was it barbara gold yeah barbara gold yeah completely not uh, even remotely sure the same of it based on her you know her filmography because i'm going back to see what the earliest stuff was and uh one that we got to get to somewhere down the line that could be <laughs> one of those that could be in that gray area between cult and craft your piece, but it's called uh, Don't Go Near the Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we definitely got to get to that at some point. That was another one of her early ones. So I'm sure I heard it in reference to that time period because that was also, I believe, 1979, I want to say. So, uh, but yeah, I, I've never seen the trailer for it. I've never seen any clips from it. Yeah, th- this is an outlier even from her career because I'm just looking at her, like what she did before this. This looks like to be the only movie that she called herself Barbara Gold. So this had to be one of those union situation kind of thing yeah because uh she had done here, here's her filmography before this from 1975 psycho from texas then uh an uncredited role in death sport then fairy tales auditions an uncredited role in tourist trap don't go near the park and then summer camp tourist trap don't go near the park summer camp and also stone cold dead all came out in 1979 so she did four films uh two of those uncredited in 1979 so mm. Yeah, uh, you know, she hadn't done much. Like you said, this was very early on in her her filmography. She was the only one that I recognized from the cast without looking up anybody else, so you know what I mean? I, I recognized uh, uh, Horse, uh, Walter Olkowitz. Oh. I, I had recognized him from stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to say what his name was. No, you're right. Yeah, same here. Like, I, I didn't know the guy well enough to, you know, know, oh, it's Walter Olkowitz, you know, but yeah, I've seen the yeah, face in same. tons of TV Wait. and movies. Yeah, he's his his is a face you can't forget. No doubt, yeah. yeah. And uh like I said, I think me personally, I think he's one of the few standouts in this movie to be honest with you. No, no doubt. 
probably is the standout because I can't think of anyone else that's like, oh yeah, bravo. You know, <laughs> he he does the best job in this one for sure. Even Linnea Quigley's part, like it's not horrible. It's just it's it's kind of dry. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> just forgettable. Yeah. The, the only moment she had in the movie that to really not stand out necessarily, was, but to be more than just a background character, was the sex scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's toward the the end, right? That's like the last fifteen minutes or so, uh, something like that. Yeah. Oh God, know, this nah, movie. Yeah, she was saying something to him, like, uh, but she had him tied up right in the bed frame, and <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna walk on you with my heels, and I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. how's that feel? <laughs> yeah, her role was just to be a bitch, right? Like pretty much, that was just yeah. her thing. And then she got in like a 1920s fancy car and then drove away. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I don't know what crazy. the fuck she was. Well, that. Also, uh, it was 1979, and it starts off with, of course, we get some uh, funky, groovy disco going on there, the, the theme song or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for that one fucking disco song that they play in the disco. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah, that Christ. Scene, that scene, well, we'll get to it, but that scene went on forever. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole movie's an hour 25, and it felt like an hour of it was that fucking disco scene. <laughs> What is it? Hey, why it's buttercup? Popcorn, add sweet butter to hot popcorn. Mix it up, wrap it up, buttercup is born. It's delicious. So nutritious. It's a taste delight. It's so munchy. Crisp and crunchy. You'll enjoy each bite. Eat butter crunched buttercup. Popcorn at its best. Served in a king-size cup. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. So, I know this is generic as hell, but so is this movie. I just went and typed in Summer Camp over on Audible just to see what will pop up. And we've got The Summer Camp Mystery by Gertrude Chandler Warner. It's part of the Boxcar Children Mysteries series. It's book 82. Good God. <laughs> There's 81 previous... Jesus Christ. Um, but this one's only about an hour and a half, so it clearly it's like a kid's book. But yeah, a, Jesus, there's at least 82 of these fucking books. Like the Stephen King of the Boxcar Kids. Like <laughs> yeah. I'll Never Tell by Katherine McKenzie. Uh, that one's about eight and a half hours long. That one looks more like a, a thriller type of novel. And, uh, well, wouldn't you know it? Another Boxcar Children book. The Camp Out Mystery. The Boxcar Children Mysteries, book 27. Ah, so they revisited the camp uh, later uh, by Gertrude Chandler Warner once again. And that one's almost two hours long. So, yeah, if, uh, if you want to go to the Boxcar Children series, there's there's apparently 82 of those fucking things floating around over on Audible and uh, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's tons of results when I just type in Summer Camp. It's literally like beyond four or five pages of uh, results when you type that in over on Audible. So, if... Any of that sounds interesting, or if you want to dig around for something else and download your free audiobook, go over to audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audiobook. Maybe they have the Boxcar Children versus Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Didn't see that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one on there. That sounds better than any of the other ones, though. All right, so I'm going to hop on over to IMDb and read a couple of plot summaries that they have here. This one is posted on IMDb by Mike Olenek. Uh, this one reads, the director of a failing summer camp decides to invite campers from 10 years ago for a free weekend event, hoping that he can trick them into fixing up the place and also get their families to provide them some financial support. The boys and girls return to the camp and play pranks on each other, 
and try to score with the other campers and the staff. That really does sum it up pretty well, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All uh, right, so uh, we'll see you guys all right, next, next week. Next week, uh, now you're going to be in for a treat. No, uh, yeah, well, actually, I thought there was another one, but no, it's just a blank synopsis thing. So, yeah, that's the only uh, plot summary on IMDb, but that's really about all you need. So uh, this is a really fucking loose premise to bring people back to the summer camp, though, right? Like, just come back and have fun. And, uh, you know, it's a reunion weekend or something just to get money and, and help to build, to, to build the summer camp back up. But this mm. is what, this is like, they send out these invites and then at the beginning of the movie, everybody reads the invites and then instantly start fucking packing. <laughs> it shows them like reading the paper, like, hmm, all right, reunion. And then they just start throwing shit in a suitcase. I think horse is just emptying like cans of cores into a suitcase. <laughs> All kinds of random shit. Like, they all just flock back as fast as they possibly can. I wonder if this situation has ever actually presented itself in real life. Like, <laughs> oh, I want to go back to the old summer camp and act exactly like we did, you know, when we were fucking 10. Panty raids and all of it. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's funny you mentioned that. I made a note uh, when they did the, uh, the, the panty raid thing. 80s movies and everything that I saw growing up always had some kind of fucking panty raid in it. So I kind of yeah. grew... <laughs> I kind of grew up thinking panty raids would be a thing. Like, oh, I can't wait to grow up and have a panty raid, you know? <laughs> but as realized it was just basically a movie trope, right? Yeah, like, has it ever really happened in real life? I guess that's the question. Like, or is this just movie horseshit, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe before my time, would have been. Maybe back yeah. in the 70s. Just over, yeah, well, over. you know, you know you're not getting away with it these days, but even like when we were, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, like, I don't, you know, <laughs> this wasn't a thing. You weren't allowed anywhere near a situation where you could have a panty raid, you know, not, especially not like this. And, and and let's face it, that's what most of this movie is, right? Not just beyond a panty raid. It's just dudes looking at chicks through the windows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name that was the blonde guy? I can't remember his name. No, but he had the, the none of their it. names remember. I don't remember any of their names other than Horse. You know, all oh, the rest blonde. of them. <laughs> and he was like an entrepreneur, right? He had the ladder up on the on the roof of yeah. the girl's bathroom so he could sit down the shower. He was charging people to come up the ladder to see yeah. the girls. <laughs> and like like the description said it it turns in the, the whole thing turns into a prank war it's girls versus guys and everything it's beyond juvenile like because and, and i'll I only keep pointing that out because it's not teenagers you know like it's grown-ass adults like people in their 20s and 30s acting like teenagers this entire movie <laughs> but really yeah. the whole premise to get them there and everything if that's if if that's what they wanted they just wanted them to come in so like hey give us money or whatever why why even bother keeping this fucking camp open? You know, like, if you have to go through this much shit to to keep the camp open, why even care enough to keep the fucking camp open? I don't know. Like, what? what I don't know. Like, what? What is the point of it? <laughs> well, because he, he, it doesn't seem like he gives a shit about these kids. The, I guess clearly he's like, I, I he's what he says right out the gates, right? Like, he, as he's selling his staff on the idea, like, we're here to make money. Yeah. All right, well, operate a better camp. You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like his whole premise is just uh, let's just bring back all the the influential campers from the past, and then you know. Meanwhile, it's just a bunch of assholes that show up. None of them seem to have any kind of money or anything, right? Like, <laughs> and they just dropped. I really think for the most part they dropped the whole premise, except they throw in that one little random dude that's supposed to be a geologist that's just randomly, <laughs> randomly walking around looking for oil or gold or whatever the fuck. It's he's there just for the ending. Yeah, he's there just for the yeah. very end. For uh, what? What's the guy's name? The lead, the lead, the camp counselor guy, or whatever. Uh, who cares? Max, whatever the fuck his name is. 
I'm probably mixing up another uh, hot chili or some shit. Wasn't it a uh, senior deterred? I think he was the. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What was his name? It doesn't matter. But like that, that guy, yeah. Like basically the whole geologist thing was to set up that dude. To, uh, we're rich. The camp will stay open. Like motherfucker. All right. You only have the camp to make money. You just struck oil. So now you were rich. And then you want to party because the camp can stay open. This makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Wouldn't you just take your fucking money and just run? You know, ha fuck all of yous. I'm rich, you know. Instead, he's like, oh boy, we can keep the camp open. Freeze frame credits, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? <laughs> Why would you care? You clearly didn't care at any point up to this point. I did you think- know when they first introduced that geologist character, I thought he was going to be, before he said he was a geologist, he was just fucking around on the ground and doing stuff. I thought he was going to be the Bill Murray Caddyshack character. You know? Yeah, no, okay. no. I'll go for that character, but no. No, they weren't that clever, for sure. Like, the dude, I think he pops up maybe one other time. Like, they introduce yeah, him, and then maybe one time you see the guy walking around the background or something like that, and then he comes back at the end. Oh, by the way, I found some oil, you know? <laughs> I, I did think that was the delivery on that was kind of funny though, when the the geologist tells him like uh, that he's found. It, it, but before he even says it, he's like, "I got some good news for you." He's like, "Well, let me guess, you found some oil now. I'm rich." <laughs> and then, well, yes, yes, I have. And then, okay, all right. Well, I'm rich, and then you know, then he starts jumping around. That, that was that was pretty funny. But I just described the funniest scene of the entire movie. The <laughs> oh, wait a minute, no, I'm sorry. The funniest scene was when. All right, so what's up? What's the deal? I can't think of her name, but the one chick that just is whoring everybody. Oh, the camp nympho. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's just going around just being just straight up whore to everybody that like she doesn't give a fuck. There's no point to it, you know. Like yeah. you're thinking maybe she's just trying to be a gold digger or something. No, she's just equal opportunity. Nope. Like fuck it, I'll just fuck anybody. So she goes up to the guy that works for the camp that I guess is like the camp maintenance guy or something. The guy with the cowboy hat. And he's talk. She's talking dirty to him, or whatever. And he, he says some. He says basically, if you don't stop that, I'm gonna come all over my pants here. <laughs> that was the line of the movie. <laughs> oh man, that and uh, does Dolly part part and sleep on her back? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, and uh, well, I I don't even know what this character was in the movie, but I, I sent y'all the little the little video snippet. It was from the credits of the movie. When the disco song is playing and that woman is, I guess she's supposed to be one of the cooks. I don't know. But she's chopping chicken or steak or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Meat sleeper, and she's like, Geronimo! Yeah. For no fucking reason. And then that, then that was just it for that character. I guess. What's funny, too, mm-hmm. is like they, they introduce, you know, all these, the counselors, the people that work at the camp. They all have some type of personality that seems like they wanted to go somewhere with it, but just didn't. Like, there's the first guy that kind of acts like a goof that screws the girl in the freezer or whatever. Then he just kind of disappears. Then there's, like you said, there's the cook lady that, you know, seems like a, you know, a fairly decent comedic character that just fucking disappears. Like, you know, it's like they introduce a bunch of stuff and then, eh, fuck it. Let's just go in a different direction. Oh, sex. What about this? It seems like there was a couple of funny lines and I don't even remember what they are now. I mean, they weren't funny enough. You you know, here's (laughs) the other thing with this movie. When you see something that's semi-funny in this movie or in a movie like Hot Chili... You know, it's kind of like that thing when you're when you're super hungry, you haven't eaten in a week or something, and somebody gives you the shittiest right. food you could possibly think of. You're like, damn, this is good. Yeah. Oh my god, I have something. You're right. You're right about you know, that. Just like, like I pointed out, like, 
you're right about that. Just like I pointed out the scene yeah. at, the, at the very end with the guy, like, oh, let me guess, I'm rich, blah, blah, blah. I'm rich, you know, like, that's not that funny. But in this movie, that's fucking hilarious, you know? <laughs> you haven't had hardly anything for the rest of it. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're, hey, y'all. you're the, uh, the person that's about, to, uh, you know, thirst to death out in the desert at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it um, seems like there was a little bit of banter with the, the lady, the woman. I, I don't know if that was the same woman with the meat cleaver at the beginning, but the cook, I guess she was the cook, right? And the other guy that yeah. was like, you know, the banter between them. So most of it wasn't funny. But there yeah. was, a, again, it wasn't funny enough because I can't remember what the fuck's lines were, but it yeah, was, was some, more towards the end of the movie. Yeah, there was some back and forth between them that seems like there was there was some kind of little subplot they wanted to go there with that and then just said, fuck it somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe they were having some, you know, affair or something on the side and there'd be some kind of joke there, but they just didn't go anywhere with it kind of stuff. You know, a lot of that, a lot of like, let's set some shit up that we're never going to pay off kind of thing. The dudes, <laughs> that one scene where they're all sitting around the campfire and, you know, people are, you know, hitting on each other, making out in the woods. And and there's a guy singing some goofy ass song at the campfire, right? He's the blonde haired guy. Um, it's a serious song, whatever the fuck, but like he has full musical accompaniment. Like <laughs> it's just a dude with a guitar, but meanwhile you can hear drums, a bass, uh, you know, some some synthesizers probably somewhere. <laughs> He's got a whole band hidden in the woods somewhere. Oh, I remember one that was another thing that I uh <laughs> made mention of that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. The turd measuring contest. Like <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna measure and like the girls didn't really well, say anything fir- about it at first you're thinking the joke the joke is they're gonna have a dick measuring contest <laughs> but no they're <laughs> this dude is proposing a shit measuring contest <laughs> who could shit out the longest turd and then it was the guy the guy that won it was just the dude that brought a bunch of salami and shit and <laughs> all these people brought all this random shit to the camp he just brought like salamis and it was like bread yeah and bread like so what the fuck of, was his story <laughs> like was there something worth was there somewhere like they wanted to go rules. with him and they just didn't? Like, what the fuck was his deal? <laughs> oh, no. There need to be more explanation. Like, maybe maybe the story is this guy's a no. uh, chef or something like that. But no, they, no, they didn't give a no fuck. no explanation. <laughs> he, just... <laughs> he just brought salami. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a correlation with hot chili, the salami thing. Well, well, <laughs> that's salami boy. Salami <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy showed up in fucking summer camp party. Yeah, there's a lot more correlation between hot chili and summer camp than we thought we'd than we thought we would find here, but we're finding it all. Um yeah, sometimes you know, when it's a movie nobody has seen, none of us have seen this movie. Sometimes, you know, like in retrospect this movie could have been crap these easily, but we don't oh, yeah. you know that none of us have seen it going into it, so that's gonna happen from time to time. This is one you just trip and on fall the- on. You just yeah. you just trip and fall in the in the in the dog shit on the floor you didn't realize was there until you step in it and you're like oh fuck I just stepped in dog shit summer camp <laughs> <laughs> like you're saying it's, 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 it's basically you know, you're judging the movie by its poster yeah which is easy to do that's where it can get you that's where it can get you we've talked about that a number of times but you know back in the eighties and nineties when you go to Blockbuster and you say oh that's a cool cover and you're watching it with shit this is <laughs> This is it right here, folks. This is it. <laughs> this is the one. Godfrey Ho, ninja movies I got suckered into that way before I realized who Godfrey Ho was and looked for that name on the box. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole different like little uh, thing you got in your head there or something. You know, like <laughs> that's a whole other uh, problem. You know, when you start when you start seeking them out, you know, <laughs> that's that's when you know oh, you're no, sick. 
Yeah, this now this is before the seeking out. This was like, oh, look at this cool ass ninja movie with this airbrushed artwork. I'm true, this. true, yeah. And <laughs> ninja, you know. Yeah. And then another one of those motherfucking yeah <laughs> movies put the movies together and slap some ninjas in it. Yeah. And then later on down the road, you like crave those movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, at some point, yeah, like especially, I think all of us are kind of similar that way. At some point, you start seeking that kind of stuff out. Although this yeah. ain't it. You know what I mean? Like, God <laughs> yeah. Lord. This is like, you might seek it out, like, oh, that could be fun, and then when you watch it, oh, fuck, this is not fun. It's more fun for us to sit here and talk about it, you know, for sure, than yeah, just watch this yeah, shit. Yeah, I've had a better time um, doing this. Speaking than... of good times, the row, row, <laughs> row your boat sex scene. Dude, that, <laughs> like, what was that about? <laughs> they're just, they're just screwing, and then, row, row, row your boat. <laughs> As she's and riding the guy. it was the camp whore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. I was thinking it might have been Linnea Quigley's part, but you're right. It was the uh, the camp hoe that kept popping up and fucking everybody. Oh so, yeah, and this is another thing. Uh, this is always this is always the case with these movies because it's not actual sex. I mean, but the guy's got his full pants on and everything. I mean, he's like basically dry hump. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they didn't even make a, an attempt to make it like he was actually having. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be like they're having sex. But, I noticed it know. at least twice. Where, yeah. you know, there's a sex scene and, and you look down and the girl is naked. She's clearly, I mean, yeah. she might have some cod piece or some shit on, right? You know, something to cover her, her yeah. bits up. But from the side, it looks like the, the woman is full nude. But meanwhile, the guy's wearing like boxer shorts. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the one where the guy had the jeans on, the, the, the premature yeah. dude. Premature dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had his full jeans, like all the way zipped and buttoned up and everything. He's just like basically dry hump. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> they didn't even try to attempt to make it like they were simulating. You know, we mentioned it earlier that 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 disco song. The song was "Gimme Gimme Your Love." That was <laughs> mm. "Gimme Gimme Gimme Your Love." And dude, they must have had a forty-minute cut of that fucking song. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> Is it, was it the same song? It's not the same song from the beginning, right? They were two different songs at least. I think so. Yeah, but like, you know, all right, we're gonna have a disco, and and they have a disco where the theme is Knights of Arabia or something like Arabian Nights. So they all kind of just dress in togas, you know. It's all just like shit made out of sheets, right? It's basically a toga party, but they call yeah. it Arabian Nights. And <laughs> yeah, not even the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, it's a disco where the song is playing, but it's the same song over and over. Like they even cut away from it because you see people fucking out in the woods, you know, like, different scenarios of people having sex out in the woods, and it comes back and that same damn song is playing, just on a nonstop loop. And yeah. remix of "Gimme, Gimme." Give me, give me, give me your love. Ah, shit. You know, right after that, or maybe it was during that, I can't remember the timing of it, but they go outside and there's an inflatable bouncy house. I didn't even think that was a thing back then. Like, fucking inflatable bounce houses. 1979. (laughs) I don't remember seeing that kind of shit until I was, like, you know, way older. Like, in my, you know, teens or 20s, I saw things like that. Maybe I just wasn't running in the right circles. That thing is pretty damn big, too. Oh, yeah, like... They run in there and there's an echo that's so fucking big. Because, you know, you can hear them yelling and screaming in there, whatever the fuck they were doing. It's like, there's like an echo that's so big. <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't realize they were a thing in 1979. Who knew? I guess more yep. people, people with more yeah. money than me, I guess. Was it, uh, was it, I mean, the original the nerds wasn't that old. It was like 80, what, 83? Yeah, well, that was, that was definitely after this, but that wasn't, that was more like a carnival ride kind of thing. But I guess it kind yeah. of fit, right? It was like a, like a house of mystery kind of thing or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it was in a car. It was in a fair or whatever it was. Yeah, booth thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. And he comes in. Isn't that when he comes in dressed like Darth Vader and? Yeah. 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 
See, we'd rather talk about much funnier movies than than summer camp. <laughs> We're avoiding this like we did during Hot Chili and talking about other movies during that. Yeah. Like a- all right, then right towards the end, so all of a sudden there's two, there's like a couple or whatever walking down the beach. I was like, wait a minute, where the fuck did a beach come from? <laughs> <laughs> like this whole movie, there, the geography is a summer woods. camp, like out in the woods, and all of a sudden they're walking down a beach. Yeah. Great. Well, I mean, what what do you think of the end? I mean, the the whole gag. They found the oil. The camp is saved. I mean, really, is there is there anything else you know? Yeah. Left? There's not really much else to talk about here. But the ending, I guess the the I, I, like I said earlier, I think the little setup there where they he's like, let me guess, I'm rich. Wait a minute, I'm rich. And that was kind of funny. But that was about it, right? Like they like you said, they put the geologist geologist guy in there just for that. That's it, just so they could find a way to get out of this thing because. You know, the whole movie he's spending trying to talk everybody into giving them money to keep the camp going. And then, of course, nobody's biting. So I guess that's the joke at the end. we got to get, you know, the only way this is going to continue is if, uh, you know, some miracle happens. So, But you saw that in the first 10 minutes. You know, first 10 or 15 minutes when the geologist showed up, you knew how this was going to end. Yeah. You're just like, well, okay, there we go. Mm. They didn't put the uncut. You know, a little bit darker ending where they don't get the money. The guy shoots himself, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a twist. I'm not saying I, I want to see that, but that would have been something. You know? <laughs> 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 oh shit! Well, speaking of shit, it's about that time. It's about time to go ahead and give out our ratings for this. So. uh uh, Donnie, I'll let you start first. Well, now, you know what? I brought it to the table. You want me to do it? Yeah. I'll start. Like, yeah, you, you start. I'll start. When comparing this to other Colt Corner movies, I have to say that there's a very high bar, and this one doesn't even come close to it. I, this movie sucks. It, you know what? It doesn't... I will say, I don't think it sucks quite as much as Hot Chili. That's just my opinion. That movie was terrible. Just god-awful. This one ain't much better, but I think it's a little better. There are a few jokes that landed for me a little bit better than any of the jokes in Hot Chili. And at least there is a little bit of a plot, although it was it was mailed in and you saw it coming a mile away. At least they tried yeah. to take some time to make a cohesive fucking story out of it as opposed to Hot Chili did not. They didn't even attempt it. That was just an excuse to see people having sex, you know. So, yes, this is kind of the same, but at least there was a story. So, not I, I say better, but not much better. I'm going to give it... God. I'm going to give it a star and a quarter. It's not good. And I will never want, (laughs) I will never want to watch this on purpose again, unless it has something to do with the show. I always have to add that caveat. If there's some reason we have to watch it, I'll watch it. But otherwise I'm never watching this movie again. So Donnie, what do you think? I'm going to steer the fuck clear, uh, away from, yeah, I, I will never see this movie again. Um, I barely wanted to watch it the first time. I was like, fuck, man, I put this one off too. Um, but yeah, it's just, but you know, is it the worst? Like we know there are worse movies out there. You know, we've seen crawlers, uh, we've seen, (laughs) you know, we've seen pretty much. And just because it's a current movie doesn't mean it's, you know, catches any breaks as far as, you know, uh, crawlers, but we're not even like we just we avoid this movie because how many other movies have we discussed in this fucking episode? Mm, yeah. like, we typically don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we start going in on other movies just to. Yeah, yeah. we're just like yeah. Fuck oh. this. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> give this. Um, God, this movie sucked. 
I'm gonna give it so I'm gonna give it a full star. And yeah, I'm that's where I'm at with that. Mm. Professor? Here's my semi dilemma, I guess you could say. I'm pretty much I'm in the same boat as y'all are with this. It's probably never gonna see it again. But Donnie brought up a good point. If you if you said you gotta sit in this room and your choice is summer camp or crawlers, well, guess what? I guess I'm watching summer camp again. Oh. But Man, you might have to just hand me the pistol and just end it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I never have to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, like the dark thing of summer camp that he didn't do, right? Or if it okay, maybe a better question, is this or hot chili? Um, yeah, that's I'm probably gonna go with I probably go, I, like you said, I'd probably have to go with this one. But that's kind of my dilemma too, because I gave hot chili a star and a quarter, I believe. Or a cannonball and a quarter. Yeah, can yeah, that was a cannonball and a quarter, yeah. So but you know what, that's the cannon. Scale, True. So yeah, that that, that adds like, that gets actually gets extra points over there. Yeah. 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 See, that's so. Even though I gave that movie a star and a quarter, I would give this movie a star and a quarter as well. But it, but I still like this movie better than the uh, a little bit better than Hot Chili, like you were saying. If I had to watch the two, I would watch Summer Camp again over Hot Chili, just yeah. as a because the reasons you mentioned. You know, there's, there's no plot at all, really. The Hot Chili, and it's just a string of of just. Not even softcore. I mean, it's not yeah. even softcore. At it's least good. they tried. Now, granted, you know, we, we learned on Hot Chili, they did try, but that was like the director and Menachem Golan just saying, fuck you and fuck you. You know, I want what I want, yeah. I want what I want, and then the the two met in the middle and shit out Hot Chili. So, yeah. th- this one's yeah, for different reasons, you know? So, uh, I, while I do like this a little bit better, it's got the same rating, but that's really because of that sliding canon scale, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. feel, who knows? Maybe by the end of the year when we do the reevaluation, maybe some, something will change with that. Man, we'd we'll have to it. we'd have to pick up a senior deterred between now and then to uh, yeah, find something that's much worse than these two. Man, we we really have to be swinging low here to find it <laughs> to find much else that's as bad as this. Didn't we? Uh, oh yeah, Donnie, didn't we choose a, a nominee for the Spook Show Awards? Well, that was Crapster Piece. That was the uh, what do we call it? The Golden Bomber. The Golden Bomber. Yeah, yeah. That, that's for Crapster Piece. So I think we need yeah. to add another category for the worst movie, not Crapster Piece. Not of the year. Okay. yeah, um, worst movie of the year, worst. not Crapster Piece. Well, we do, and then have let the a, battle the begin. Well, no, like last year we do have the worst. Okay, movie yeah, I didn't have all the nominees, you know, but no. yeah, if we don't, we need to add it. Either way, yeah. There yeah, needs to there needs to be some battle worst. of the worst. Yeah, we do have the worst reviewed movie. So yeah, that'll be coming up in the month of October before uh, our fourth anniversary show. So big things coming in October. So but yeah, we haven't left summer camp completely in the dust just yet. Donnie, where's the cold connections? Come out and play. Well, I mean, this goes on for five minutes, so you want to go <laughs> no, ahead? And... I know it does. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, something's got to give here. Uh, no, nah, summer camp. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, cast connection, uh, Linnea Quigley, uh, she was in, well, it goes back to our uh, The Return of the Living Dead episode, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yep. So those are the only two... Um, episodes that she is tied to of ours um there were no crew connections <laughs> no one mercifully wanted to be connected to this at all so <laughs> and because it's cult corner we don't have a kill we don't have a kill count and a gore score and all that but we will get uh will's thoughts on this movie uh first chance we get as soon as he's uh he comes off his uh around the world in 80 days trip 
um, that he has going on there. Uh, but one last thing before we uh, check out, and, and before also before we tell you what we got coming up next week, which is uh, going to be pretty funny, the usual aggregates for this one. Over on IMDb, this movie gets 3.6 out of 10 stars. Even that, you know, I know that's like the community voting for whatever, but even that's kind of generous, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. 3.6 out of 10 stars. Rotten Tomatoes, of course, not surprising at all. The tomato meter is not applicable. There's not enough critic reviews to aggregate a score there. But there is an audience score, 38%. Um, now, I didn't look at how many people voted in this audience score versus how many voted for our last episode, Madman. But Madman, put this in perspective, had a 36% audience score on IMDb. I mean, I'm sorry, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 38. So. <laughs> who, who are these brain-dead morons? Right now? <laughs> now, see, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking how many movies are titled Summer Camp? They're just, they probably review the a lot. movie. There's a lot. <laughs> Maybe that's as good an excuse as, as either that or just... <laughs> That's what I think. Happened. Yeah, yeah. I I have to guess there's probably more people that have voted on Madman than Summer Camp, and that's probably why you get a slightly higher number because it's less people, right? Either way, th- th- that there's even 38 percent of even two people that would say this movie is halfway decent. You know that. <laughs> you got those, there's some sad souls out there who this is their favorite movie that they gave it a ten. There's somebody. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They, people they, came and said. They they shit it up the curve for this one. Yeah. So that yeah that we're gonna leave we're gonna leave this well, this summer camp. Actually, before we do, oh, okay. uh, just kind of going back, uh, you had talked about uh, uh, the Spook Show Awards. Mm-hmm. I I was able to find the doc for our uh, our previous uh, Spook Show Awards. Okay. We do have a worst movie. It's not the worst reviewed movie, but it is essentially the worst movie that we watched. So I guess it mm-hmm. it's technically the same. Uh, but last, uh, last year, uh, there, there were actually two winners because the overall score was less than one star. Uh, oh, and yeah. both of the, both of those movies were, uh, into the dark crawlers and Jesse James meets Frankenstein's daughter. Yeah. The, un- with the, the unfortunate uh, score. Go the, ahead. the unfortunate part is that. You know, the nominees that I can think of off the top of my head right now, these last couple that we've done, Hot Chili and now this, they're probably not going to grade as low as those did, you know, just overall. Yeah. I don't think they will. That's sad. Because I'd rather watch, (laughs) I I think I'd rather watch either one of them again before I'd watch this. You know, just off the, maybe that's just recency rearing its head, you know, I just watch these pieces of shit. I'm thinking more fondly of those pieces of shit. I don't know. You know, (laughs) yeah. Those are like <laughs> just those two are so much worse. They're so much worse. Either way, this we're th- this is varying degrees of of poop, and this is what we usually the kind of thing we discuss on Crafter Piece Theater. But nope, yeah, these are some of our regular episodes here. So there we are. But yeah, so anyways, we're we're gonna leave this summer camp camp Malibu. By the way, that's what the fuck. <laughs> what the fuck knows? You know, wait a minute. Maybe camp that Mal- makes maybe that, that explains the beach. Yeah, I was about to say maybe <laughs> that explains the beach more now. Hmm. I didn't think about it. I don't that. know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're not supposed to think about anything with this movie. Maybe there's that. Yeah. But anyways, we're leaving that camp. Camp Malibu's in the dust. It is where it is. We'll only bring it up at least a couple more times, at least once to let Will give his two cents. And then, of course, we'll have to discuss it yet again on the fourth anniversary. <laughs> but outside of those two times, we'll, we'll put it in the dust. But we're going to go to another summer camp, and we're going to watch 
Summer Camp from 2015. <laughs> Coming up next mm-hmm. week. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different movie called Summer Camp. Just, so, uh, what, 30-something I, years later, whatever the fucking math is. How did that actually uh, come about, though? Uh, well, we, we didn't do this on Deadline Horror News, but we nominated uh, some... Because I'll say this. This is uh, uh, part of the, the rotation. You know, every other week we do a horror movie, and usually it's like, you know, Willie chose, chooses one eye, choose one mm-hmm. Donnie, smoke, and then start over again but to make sure it's not we're not always picking a new one or an old one we put a wild card in there this is the wild card and it had to be a newer movie and of course it's summer it's a summer camp movie because it's spook show so all these criteria together we nominated four movies and summer camp was nominated by me so yeah we'll see if this we'll see if this turns out any better than this summer yeah. camp. I, I, it's got to be at least better than this summer camp we just watched. Well, don't, right. jinx, don't jinx it, it, but don't jinx it, but it, we'll find <laughs> yeah. out. We'll find out. But uh, this one is a, a, a horror movie called Summer Camp from 2015. And uh, here's the IMDb synopsis. Four American counselors at a European summer camp must deal with the outbreak of a rage-inducing plague that starts in the animals. So that sounds interesting. Like, you know, once again, this is judging the book by its cover again kind of thing. Like, I did not watch a trailer. I've never seen it. Um, not that the poster's all yeah. that great, but it's all right. It is what it is. But, yeah, this is more like, you know what? Honestly, I nominated it because it's called Summer Camp, and I thought it would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> to do Summer Camp back-to-back with Summer Camp. So <laughs> next week... <laughs> Next week, summer camp, summer camp. We're gonna we're doubling down because this one was so good. We're gonna double down. Yeah. So, no, it was just luck of the draw. The yeah. wheel spun the wrong way. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So there we are. So next week, uh, and now I, I will say, as of the time of the recording of this, and once again, these things can change week to week, month to month. But as of the recording of this, uh, this version of summer camp 2015 is available to watch for free on Tubi, Plex, and Vudu. Which, ironically, the the summer camp we just watched is on Tubi as well. So I'm sure there might be some confusion when you go over to Tubi to look for summer camp. You're going to see multiple titles come up. This is the one that came out in 2015. In some places I saw it's even uh, listed as 2016. But it's a horror mm-hmm. movie. So, you know, you, you, you'll you be able to figure it out. But that's what we're going to be watching next week. So I guess that's it, guys. We'll, we move from one summer camp to the next. So we'll, we'll see what happens next week. So... Uh, For Will, who couldn't be with us, Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast, and we will talk to you next week for summer camp. Uh, It's now 9.30, and that's lights out time. 9.30, as you know, tomorrow is Parents' Day, and you must look rested or Morty will be sent to the state penitentiary.